Part 1. Prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is the act of speaking to God. Christians use prayer to make requests of God, to seek answers to their questions, to ask forgiveness for sins, or to simply share their innermost thoughts and feelings with their Creator. They pray for themselves, their families, their friends, and even their enemies. Why is prayer important? Prayer is half of our ability to have a conversation with God. When we pray, we speak to God. When we study the Bible, God speaks to us. The more we understand what prayer is and how it works, the better equipped we are to pursue a deeper relationship with the God who created us. Prayer helps us find strength when we're weak, direction when we're lost, inspiration when we're exhausted, and hope when we feel defeated. The Bible gives us valuable insight into how to pray. It answers many of our prayer-related questions, and it provides many examples of prayers that have changed the course of individual lives, and even entire nations. James wrote, The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. James 5.16 That's still true today. As a Christian, you have the unique privilege of being able to let your requests be made known to God, Philippians 4 verse 6, as you come boldly to the throne of grace, Hebrews 4.16. The power of prayer can change your life and transform your world in the process. Chapter 1. The Model Prayer When the disciples asked Jesus how to pray, he gave them an outline that's often referred to as both the model prayer and the Lord's Prayer. This isn't a set of words God expects us to recite to him every time we pray. In fact, Jesus warned, when you pray, do not use vain repetitions, Matthew 6 verse 7. It's more accurate to look at the model prayer as a guide or a template for our own prayers. This outline that Jesus gave his followers offers valuable insight into what we should pray about and how we should pray about it. Two gospel writers, Matthew and Luke, recorded this outline, and while there are minor differences between the two accounts, the overall message is the same. We can divide the model prayer into three sections. First, it begins with an acknowledgement of who God is. Second, it includes requests relating to the overall plan of God. Finally, it concludes with requests we can make about our personal lives. Acknowledging God In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus begins the model prayer with these words, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, Matthew 6 verse 9. In Luke's account, some manuscripts offer a shorter introduction, Father, hallowed be your name, Luke 11 verse 2, ESV. See Understanding Manuscripts in chapter 5 to understand why manuscripts can differ. In either case, we learn that an important part of any prayer is acknowledging God. At the very beginning, we address Him, our Father in heaven, and we offer Him the honor and respect He deserves. Hallowed be your name. The beginning of that sentence focuses our attention on three important truths about the God we're praying to. Our Father in heaven. The first is relational. Who is God in relation to us? Our Father in heaven. It's interesting that Jesus chose that specific title for his prayer template. God has many titles, and Jesus could have used any of those at the beginning of the model of prayer. The Creator, the Almighty, the Lord God of hosts, the Mighty One, the Shepherd of Israel, the Ancient of Days, the Eternal God, our shield, our rock, and our refuge. All of these titles give us insight into who God is. 
All of them are perfectly acceptable ways to address God. But Jesus didn't choose any of them for this example, did he? He chose Father. From the moment we come before God in prayer, there's a reminder of how we should view him. We are not lowly peasants coming before a disinterested king, hoping for just a moment of his attention. This divine being, who created the universe from nothing, who called the stars and all the galaxies into existence, who commands the thunder and the lightning, who tells the oceans where to stop, who fashions the entire human race in his image, this divine being calls us his children. When we pray, we are praying to our Father, who loves us and wants good things for us. Jesus said, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? Matthew 7 verse 11. When you speak with God, remember that there is a tenderness involved. You and He have a special relationship. He is the great and all-powerful creator of the universe, yes, but He is also your Father who loves you dearly. You are His child. Our Father in Heaven. But whose Father is He? Just yours? Are you the only one on the planet who shares this special relationship with God? No, obviously not. The model prayer also reminds us that God is our Father in Heaven, collectively. He's not exclusively my Father. He's not just my Father and the Father of people I happen to care about. He is the one God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. Ephesians 4 verse 6. It's a reminder that no matter what we're about to pray for, no matter what we're about to ask for help with, our Father in heaven makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. Matthew 5.45. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 2 Peter 3 verse 9. The majority of people on this planet don't truly know who God the Father even is. Most of them, intentionally or not, are disobeying His commandments, causing themselves and those around them a great deal of unnecessary pain and suffering. But He's still their Father. He still loves them. He still wants what's best for them. He still wants to see them repent and share eternal life with Him. It's also a reminder that, as Christians, we are part of something bigger, that we share our Father with our brothers and sisters in the faith. No matter our shortcomings and failings, we are part of a spiritual family united under one God and Father of all. Remembering that this father-child relationship is about more than just us, that there's an entire planet's worth of people and variables to take into consideration, can help us pray with perspective. This life is about so much more than just us, our needs, and our desires. Our Father in Heaven Thankfully, we're praying to the one with the perspective and the wisdom to sort it all out. We're praying to our Father in Heaven, seated on His throne. The Lord has established His throne in Heaven, and His kingdom rules over all. Psalm 103 verse 19 God Himself tells us, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Isaiah 66 verse 1. Our Father in heaven is powerful. He is mighty. He is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, dwelling in unapproachable light, whom no man has seen or can see, 
to whom be honor and everlasting power. 1 Timothy 6, 15-16 His eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9 The Apostle John records a vision he was given of God's awesome throne room in heaven in Revelation 4, verses 1-11. through Remembering that our Father is our Father in heaven reminds us of the incredible power he wields, along with his ability to see every facet of every moment of every event here on earth. That, coupled with his love for us, should be a great source of comfort. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. Matthew 10, 29-31 God once asked, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 32, 27 When we begin our prayers by acknowledging our Father in heaven, we remind ourselves of the answer to that question. Nothing is too hard for God.